0: Welcome to part three of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast Trivia Tilt Extravaganza.
1: You want to say trivia one more time?
0: That's a trivial comment. <laughs> I am your effervescent host, Davo, in last place, in the trivia <laughs> tilt, so feeling a little salty for game three, round three. Of In this best of five series, I must prevail today or be eliminated from this tournament in my heart. Maybe not mathematically. Don't tell me the numbers. But <laughs> with That's us too today. Much.
2: That's too much like science, isn't it?
0: You know, <laughs> you don't want all the salt I've got coming on here. Come on.
1: Whoa, 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 hey.
0: Oh, I got some salt here. <laughs> I got my eyes on both of you, Kels and Neil. Say hi to the people.
1: Hello, people. Hello, everyone.
0: Our guest MC, bringing the dope trivia, dropping the tracks like they're hot, is Andrew.
1: Hey,
0: everybody.
3: Was that was I supposed now, to bring? I, Andrew. Was I supposed to bring dope?
0: No, just dope oh. trivia facts. Oh,
3: okay. I'm Just with
0: you. keep the trivia
2: dope. I'm on board. Just say no to drugs, everybody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, before we begin, a couple of points of order. One, thank you all for listening to our wonderful little show. We are very grateful for every listen, download, and stream that we get. Secondly, there is a certain matter of super secret double probation, that we need to address. Yes. yes. Now yes, it has come do. to my attention that you, Andy, mm-hmm. w- wish to appeal your double, your super secret double probation.
3: I do. I do. On what grounds? Ah, uh, because I'm right and all of you are wrong. <laughs> Strong words. Simpler, I can for you. It's hard that to argue vacation. with that logic. It's very
0: yeah. it's very difficult to argue with that, but please lay out your case.
3: Uh, the, the issue is, are the albums that Chicago released not named but numbered? And uh, uh, a listener uh, wrote in and suggested that Chicago's first album was not numbered. It was named Chicago Transit Authority. And you guys agreed with this listener without doing any research or possibly checking with me uh <laughs> so are you are you saying that's not true it's not true and I, let me explain it to you this way uh the uh the war that started between Germany and france that uh, eventually
2: can we start a little bit closer to nineteen sixty
3: nine you know <laughs> you war know, i'm talking about bit. there Neil? uh what what war is that
2: uh, that would be The Great War.
3: The Great War, right. And then there was World War II, and we call The Great War...
2: Yeah, we retronymmed it War one. Yeah, World we War I.
3: Ret- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chicago released their first album under Chicago Transit Authority. They did not choose to shorten the name. The CTA actually sued them. And since then, they've never had an album. They've always been albums one after another. Some are numbered, some are not. But we, the audiophiles keep track of it by their number, just in the same way Led Zeppelin 4 is called Ruins. The Beatles never recorded a white album. It's The album's technical name is The Beatles. It's the Beatles. Right. Yeah. Duran Duran's 1993 yeah. album is technically called Duran Duran, but we call it The Wedding Album. I put it to yeah. you, I am correct. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the issue isn't whether or not you refer to them by their numbers. It's whether they're actually named numbers. And what's what's the official name of their second album?
3: do I'd have to look that up. Uh, I believe well, it's, uh, Chicago. it's Chicago. Right. It is, just, is Chicago. It's just Chicago, but we refer to it as Chicago Two. But,
1: but what was it released?
2: Chicago. In Chicago. What was what was their fourth album, which was a live album
1: called?
3: Oh, good question.
1: I, Ooh, I know, I know the answer. <laughs> What's that? It's Chicago at Carnegie yeah, that Hall. That is
2: correct. Carnegie is not Hall. Chicago so, Four. And then, uh,
1: so
3: let let's me see. get this straight: mm. you guys don't even know what album "Yellow Submarine" is on? But you've got no, that's just your cataloging. <laughs> that's just me.
0: <laughs> I am very purposely staying I, out I, of this.
1: <laughs> really, Sergeant uh, Pepper? What, what about? So Chicago 12 isn't a thing. Hot Streets is, though, right? All
3: right. I, I'm just saying, I will, I, I, will, I don't have a dog in I will say the fight. that possibly there's two opinions on this issue.
2: <laughs> we don't deal do with opinions.
3: Lay, lay, lay them out. This is your,
1: this is your probation. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> you go into all the details you I had, need.
3: I, had, I had prepared to argue about the Beatles, not the Chicago album thing. So I'm... I am a little off guard here. I, I have notes on the Beatles. Well, <laughs> uh, quite frankly, if I may,
0: my fellow Brain Ladler colleagues, it is the ruling of the Brain Ladle trivia podcast that your probation be reduced to super secret single probation.
3: What's the difference? Should you,
0: the difference is the numbers. one is numbers one isn't.
3: <laughs>
2: You can still call it double probation like you like you misnamed the Chicago
3: albums. Wow.
1: <laughs> but it was really, wow. It's released as just
3: Okay. Chicago. Okay. All right. We
0: will now retroactively call this
3: probation 2. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just a second here. I'm looking at my screen. I had two sets of questions, nice ones, mean ones, and there we go. <laughs> I'm ready. So, uh, now that those formalities
0: are out of the way,
2: yeah I'd, yeah, I'd like to propose that the Chicago album topic is now officially dead, and we don't need to revisit it. I,
3: I will agree I with that. I feel like it's
0: settled. I feel okay, like it's settled.
3: I'm good. still not comfortable with the yellow submarine being on Sergeant Pepper. Well, I'm not comfortable to, either. Let's take that outside I, with Devo, because <laughs> yeah, got it right. And yeah, Devo, don't like double secret? <laughs> All right. Double worse. secret what? Probation. <laughs> I, I
0: thought... Uh, it's called probation, too. That's what we okay. call it.
3: <laughs> Electric Blue. Yes. Yeah. Electric Boogaloo. I will accept I'm, that. I'm ready to move on. Excellent. Neil, can you give us the rules fantastic. of
2: the contest? Sure. Every week we have a overall topic. Within that topic, there are six categories of four questions each. Each question is worth 10 points. There may be additional bonus points thrown in. And then there's a final question where we can bet all or none of our points or anywhere in between. And this is the third episode of our of our one on one on one challenge that Davos currently losing. Is that right? Yes, indeed. Okay, I could share. just
3: rubbing it in.
0: Thank you. So, Andy, what is our topic today?
3: I'm giving you the bird. I feel it. Yeah. um, No. I'm sorry. That's a topic. This is for the birds. Oh,
0: Oh. Uh,
3: yeah. That's how I came up with the idea. Actually, in my car, listening to you guys. Um, The the topic is this is for the birds, and this will be all things relating to birds. So let's get rolling. We've, uh, We've wasted our listeners' time long enough. Our first category in the bird category is top of the pops. These are okay. all um, categories relating to hit songs or all questions yeah. relating to hit songs. So our right. first, first question is, Free Bird." it is possibly the coolest thing you can scream while holding a lighter at a concert. This power ballad was written by Leonard Skinner <laughs> for their 1973 debut album, which the album was titled, Pronounced Leonard Skinner. Mm-hmm. Why did they choose a name that was so hard to pronounce? Where did the name Leonard Skinnard come from?
0: I'm locked in. Oh my god, Neil?
1: Wow. Wow. Everybody knows that. Uh, no. No, not I don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm locked in. Alright, I'm locked in.
3: Alright. I think uh, I think Neil locked in first.
0: He locked in before you asked the question. I don't know how yeah, you that did was kind that.
3: of creepy. <laughs> yeah. Your answer, Neil.
2: The band was named after uh, I believe his name was Leonard Skinner, who was a PE coach, I think, or he was a coach at their high school. Okay,
0: and Devo? I wrote down he was. They were named after a roadie
3: named Leonard something. <laughs> 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 is the last name really something? Da? Is that how you pronounce the last name?
0: Well, it's it's Dutch.
3: So, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. And Kells. Dutch like Van Zandt.
1: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I just wrote down. They picked it out of a hat.
3: Neil is correct. It is Leonard Skinner, who is their PE teacher at Robert E. Lee High School.
2: I even and... know I even know why why they were, were kind of teasing him with the name. Oh, go ahead. Because he used to give him a hard time about their long hair.
3: Yeah, and exactly. It was kind of a protest.
2: Exactly. So, did you tour with the band? What the, what
0: the hell is going on? <laughs> this sounds like an awesome trivia nugget right there.
3: That's a that's a I I prefer trivia nugget, but nugget works for me.
0: Nugget at the center of every good question.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Mm, Nougat. All right. For our second question. This hit that topped out at number four on the Billboard Top 100 charts in 1963 uses the word bird in its lyrics 72 times in two minutes and 20 seconds. There's also a bonus point attached to this if you can name the artist. And I want to make this clear at the beginning... I am only accepting the song's proper name. I'm locked in. I'm locked in, too. I'm locked in. All right. Neil answered uh, first. What's your answer, Neil?
1: I think the word is
2: surfing bird, and I don't know who it is that sang it.
3: And Neil? Or uh, Kells?
1: I I wasn't comfortable with writing this down because pretty sure it's not correct. Especially after hearing Neil's answer. A common theme to the show. But um, I wrote down the bird's the word. And Devo. I wrote down bird is the word and the band is the
0: crickets because that sounds like a band from 1963.
3: <laughs> okay, and Buddy, Holly, crick- and cr- yeah, Buddy yeah. Holly and the
0: crickets. I know. I know Buddy Holly and the crickets. Okay. And I know all about that. I I was it's comedy. Okay. Was it?
3: I I, I try, okay?
2: <laughs> okay.
3: Uh-oh. Um Niels is correct. It is Surf and Bird. Uh and the band is the trashman. The bird is the word is the most common phrase in the song. That's why I had to be specific. Well they should
0: have named it that then. Surf and bird's <laughs> right. a dumb name. Just call it bird's the word
3: god. <laughs> <laughs> I, just so Arts. no one's gonna remember that except neil all right next question sweetheart of the rodeo is considered by most audiophiles as the first major country rock album in history what band did graham parsons join for this one album to produce it
2: i'm gonna lock in with this i'm locked in i'll lock in with something too i don't know this one but i have a guess
1: the the whole question felt like gibberish, but I wrote something down. <laughs> I recognize nothing in the question, so yeah. I, I, I'm locked in. Devo, you locked
0: in first? I did. So I was trying to logic it out, and um, going with the theme of the show, I was thinking of a band that had kind of a, a, of a rockin' sound that would blend well with country, with a country vibe. So I went with the Eagles.
2: And Neil? So I was confused at first because there's a, I think there's a, a country duo called Sweethearts of the Radio. Um, but I figured that couldn't really be, that didn't really fit what you were saying. So I don't recall that song, but thinking back to the theme of the contest, I went with the Birds
3: and Kells.
1: I had no idea and didn't want
3: to come up with a specific bird, so I just said the birds. Davo is the only one to take the bait for the wrong answer. It is indeed the birds.
1: <laughs> oh my God.
0: And Kel's logic is I didn't want to use a specific bird. <laughs> <laughs> and he's right. <laughs>
3: I uh I, yeah. have a, I have a I I was thinking about a bonus point for this one, but I think I had too many bonus points. But I'll I'll throw it out there just for fun. How do you spell birds? With a Y. With the y, right? With a Y. very good. Okay. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Our last question in top of the pops, and, and my favorite of all these. In the final scene of the video for Mr. Mr.'s 1985 hit Broken Wings, the lead singer Richard Page is next to what kind of car that has its hood up symbolizing Broken Wings? And for the bonus point, what year is the car?
0: I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I'm
3: locked in. Okay. Devo uh, locked in first, then complained. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a running uh, kind theme,
0: of a for theme
3: for this okay. episode. This
0: yeah, yeah. Sure. <clears throat> um, I said a Firebird, and I said nineteen sixty nine because that sounded cool.
3: Because Devo's in seventh grade.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> deal. Uh, I I went with the other option and guessed Thunderbird, and I guessed a sixty five Thunderbird. But now that, Kells, I think about it, now that I think about it, I wish I'd said 59, because that sounds better to me than 69.
3: But you already wrote down 69?
2: 65. Yeah. So you wrote down 65. 65. Okay. You can't have the 69. That's mine. No, no, no. No, it's all you. <laughs> you own that.
3: Oh He's so proud of it, too. I came Jeez. up with 69. <laughs> <laughs> Kels is actually thinking, now? do I still want to be part of the podcast at this point? <laughs> Yeah. We'll we'll roll the dice and see how
1: it goes. Uh, I went with a Pontiac Firebird
3: 1967. It was a Ford Thunderbird from 1959. God. (laughs) Even his guess would have been... Oh, my word. So what's our score here?
2: Well, uh, let's see. Let me count up Dave's score. Zero. (laughs) Let's not
1: be mean, Neil. sorry. sorry. That's (laughs) uncalled for. Let's keep it it still. We got
2: zero for Devo, Kells with 10, and Neil with 40. With what now? How much? 40. 40. (sighs) So you're four for four, and your guess on the car would have been right. On the year of the car. Well, I mean, technically my first guess was wrong, but as soon as you said 69, I'm like, oh, shoot, I bet it was 59. So. Because, of course. Wow.
3: <laughs> and this is a uh, do-or-die episode for you, right, Davo?
0: It put, I would be in a nearly insurmountable hole. Okay. Should I lose this?
3: Ornithology is our next category. Oh! Oh, Bird is the word. I was,
1: <laughs> I was hoping that would have been the answer to a question I was on. It.
3: We're going to look at some of the science of birds. This first question... The closest living relative to the tri- to the T Rex is this bird. I'm locked in.
1: See, I've
0: I'm I'm on my heels, so I'm a little gun shy. I'm starting to second and third guess in myself, but I'm gonna stick with my first guess.
3: I'm locked in. I'm locked in. I think uh Kel's locked in first this time.
1: I did, Andrew. Um I went with that proverbial yard strutter i went with the chicken I went with the chicken
3: davo
0: well i uh i wrote down my answer then i thought about that proverbial yard strutter uh-huh. the chicken but i went with something slightly larger mm. and said the ostrich oh. okay
3: and uh neil
2: i also went with the ostrich but i don't think it's right because they don't really look anything like a t-rex
3: well, I got to tell you, Neil, neither do chickens, and that's actually the closest living relative to T-Rex. So, Kells is the only right answer here. Thanks, that back in
1: a Wheaties box.
3: <laughs> so- <laughs> and actually, it's interesting, if you Google this, there is a university that's done this experiment, which I can't believe they got funding for. They put <laughs> a big tail on a chicken to watch how it moved, so they could better understand how a T-Rex moved. I'm not making that up. Yeah. Wow. that's
0: how I want to it. <laughs> Give me those grant dollars. <laughs> so, I was initially concerned about the Jurassic Park scenario of if we clone these dinosaurs, if we clone mm-hmm. a T Rex, we're all dead. Now I'm not so worried because chicken is delicious. <laughs> we would just eat them. Yeah.
1: Not big a T Rex was. Oh. Yeah.
0: You know, a fried. You know, a. You would chow down on a T-Rex leg with a little bit yeah. of Cajun spice mm.
3: you put there me in a yard full enough. of
1: chickens I don't fear for my life you put me in a yard full of T-Rex <laughs> <laughs> you don't love
3: <laughs> alright this next question is, is definitely one of my favorites this is a genuine question that has been scientifically proven what came first the chicken or the egg
2: in.
0: Okay. You're seriously asking this question. <laughs> seriously
3: asking this question. And I looked at two different sources to make sure that this was a question I could ask.
0: Well, if one of them is Mad Magazine, I'm throwing a flag. I'm locked in.
3: Uh, to be clear, it was Mad and Cracked.
0: Oh, well, there you got the, <laughs> yeah.
3: there's your double blind study. Exactly.
2: I'm, I'm locked in.
3: So, Neil, what's your answer?
2: I, I always thought this was kind of a dumb question because it's it's obvious which one it has to be. Because the mutation that would do the last little bit to make something, the chicken, would have to be in the egg. Because once the egg is laid, it's genetics. That's when the genetics, when it's fertilized, that's when the um, the genetics come together. So... Uh, it just always seemed dumb to me that it could be the chicken. So I answered the egg came first.
3: And Davo?
0: I said chicken because I'm dumb.
3: <laughs> Kells, you want to follow that up?
1: Uh, I I went with the egg just because I wrote chicken for the last answer
3: oh, I hadn't even thought of that um, <laughs> the answer is indeed the egg in the words of Neil deGrasse Tyson the egg laid by a bird that was not a chicken and I could give you an explanation of how that works but actually Neil uh, did an absolutely spot on explanation of why that works well done and for further proof, for a, a little brain nougat, the first hard-shelled mm-hmm. egg that could be laid on land rather than remaining in water uh, appeared more than 312 million years ago. Chickens are only eight thousand years old. Oh. 1,000 years The old. more you know.
0: Na, 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 na.
3: All right, next question. His book, The Birds of North America is considered to be one of the greatest contributions to not only ornithology, but the world of art. Name the author. Locked in. I'm locked in. Wow. Well, do you guys want to say your answer all at the same time?
1: Yes.
2: Sure. All
3: right. On a three count. And a one. And a two. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are we saying it on three or on go? (laughs) We gotta get this right. We kind of had a beautiful spontaneous jazz in. thing going there, and uh, yeah. I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna say I do a beat lead in, so I won't actually say three, so you follow the beats, so it's perfect, so I won't oh, yeah. mess up the harmony. Let's try I'm that ready. again. This is be awesome. Ready? <laughs> and a one,
0: and a two. Otoban James Audubon. <laughs> Yeah, when we
3: tried to harmonize. Yeah, we're ready. Oh, we're hard, ready man. for the big time. It is John James <laughs> Audubon. You all get that one right. Hooray! I'm done. And number 4, the last question in our ornithology. This bird is the first to be domesticated. Um <laughs> I'm like in.
1: I'm not proud of it, but I like it. I'm locked in.
2: I am locked in.
3: All right. uh, Neil, your response.
2: My response, I narrowed it down to two. And if it was one of them, then you would basically have a possibility of chicken for three different answers. I didn't think it it was that. So I went with goose. Kells?
1: Dude, I just wrote down parrot. Why would you domesticate a parrot?
3: All right. We'll come back to that. We'll come yeah, we'll, why? We'll I don't come know why we to that. that.
1: I didn't want to go with chicken again and it was the only thing on my mind. Sorry. I'm telling
0: you, fried T Rex would be delicious. Just
3: imagine somebody wrangling parrots. I, all right. Devo. Well, I
0: much like my compatriots. I was thinking, there's no way Andy, our our guy, would have three questions on ornithology about a chicken. So, I put down canary. <laughs> just because. I, I, just because.
3: There, I, there might be a reason why Neil's winning. <laughs> it's goose. Are you serious? You can you can eat a goose.
0: You can eat a canary. <laughs> you don't
3: want to eat That's a right, parrot. If right. I talk to you, you're not going to eat something that can say hi to you. And if you and want to feed,
2: steps out of line. If you want to feed a family of six, if you want to feed a family of six, are you going to go kill like thirty canaries or one goose?
0: Well, I was thinking a lot. Of the my thought process, I, I've thought about geese. But I t- honestly didn't think that of ge- of geese as domesticated. I was thinking Canadian honker, you know, wild goose. So I felt like they would be more difficult to domesticate because they're mean and they're they're kind of awful birds. So I then moved to birds that can do something for us that are easy to catch. And I I thought of that wonderful police track canary in a coal mine. There was a little bit of
2: logic behind it, but it was faulty. Could, could I ask a question of you guys? Could you could you say the word that is the science of birds
1: again, slowly? Ornithology. 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 Oh, it ornithology? It's ornithology,
3: ornithology, ornithology. I thought. Ornithology. No, it's that's or- the study of O.J. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting a J or,
2: or certain.
1: Or- it's ornithology.
2: Yeah, it's orn. It's nithology. O R N I. Yeah. I was—I yeah, no. couldn't tell if I was mishearing or or what.
3: So, so, how do you pronounce it?
2: Nah, I think they were saying it wrong. orn ornithology.
3: ornithology. Okay, isn't that what I was saying?
2: It sounded like you were saying or orin, ornithology. Ornithology. It's hard to You're right.
3: You're right. I, I'm not much of a reader. What well, we don't expect <laughs> our teachers to be readers. Come on, There's, those no, books. No, those books are pretty go. useless. <laughs> Speaking of useless books, let's move to the category of entertainment. Well, we why don't we find out the scores? Oh, wait, scores! Sorry, Sorry. yeah, right. How's Davo doing? Well, Devo
2: Davo <laughs> has a score now. Oh. He has of 10. Glad you did. <laughs> Kells is uh, 40 and Neil has 70. I'm lurking in the weeds. I'm coming for both of you. <laughs> it's going to be a trivia
0: RKO out of nowhere.
3: <laughs> Our next category is entertainment. First question. Tippy Hendren was made famous by her role in Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. And her daughter made her first television appearance in the 1976 miniseries Once an Eagle. What is her daughter's name? Locked okay. in.
0: I have written down two words that combine to form a name. I feel like when we do these recordings, Neil is sitting in his chair like a a poker professional with his headphones on and sunglasses still like a statue waiting for us to get done with our tomfoolery so he can step on our throat.
2: I'm just playing a game on my phone. Oh, wow. That's
1: even better. I'm locked in.
3: Uh, Neil, if you can take a break from your other video game for a minute, what was your answer?
1: This is just one of those
2: things that I heard a long time ago, and it just stuck with me because I, I always loved the name tippy hedron So mm-hmm. I googled her once, and I'm like, "Oh, that's interesting. Her daughter is Melanie Griffith." Oh well, mother. Uh,
1: <laughs> dated in high school, you fly dog, you. Okay. Oh, you knew all Dave-o? along, Daveo. what's your answer?
0: Uh, go to Kells real quick. I need a second. <laughs> uh. Kells, what's your
1: answer? All right. Well, um, I wrote down Michelle Pfeiffer. I had no idea. Okay. <laughs> Please say her name again. Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer.
3: I like Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> Can I can I take? Can you do requests? Sure. Can you do, I'm, I'm can you do that name as the pickup
1: artist? Yeah, reading this um this graduation list, I see Michelle Pfeiffer was uh summa cum laude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations to her. Yeah, pretty sure, she'd be foxy when she grows. Yeah, that's yeah, that's
3: cool. Oh God. <laughs> oh. Oh, man.
2: It's oh, that, that,
3: just winning across the board. <laughs> oh. um, Deva, what's your answer? I want to hear your Queen answer. Queen Latifah. What did you say? No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what? Queen Latifah.
3: You did not.
1: You wrote down Queen Latifah. I did because I – Dana Owen. I wrote down Queen Latifah. Dana you
0: Owen. your answer. <laughs> oh, I, I wrote down – I did not punt. Oh, I kneeled down on the ball. <laughs>
3: You coughed up the ball. It's fourth and long. It's eh. Melody I didn't ribbing.
0: cough
2: it up. I kn- melody.
0: Melody. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Why don't you just change your answers on these questions to whatever Neil <laughs> says?
3: It does kind of seem. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: All right, Daveo. This next one has to do with cartoons, so this might be closer to your, you know. Mm. <laughs> I'm still, You're I'm still little... shook by Pfeiffer. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> What cartoon? Oh. Are, you, are you ready? I'm sorry. You ready? Do I? you want, you want oh, to take a minute? Yeah, I'm
0: fine. No, he's not. I'm good. It Bring vision, it on, man. It I'm ready. Vision
3: of Dave right now at a corner. Come on, cut me, cut me. I can't go in. <laughs> I can't go in if you don't you cut, me. cut me. What? I'm car- ready. You ready? Okay. Yes, ready. <laughs> what cartoon father is often found fighting a giant chicken named Ernie? I'm locked in. I am locked
2: in. Uh, I'm locked in. I I don't know this one, so I had to make an educated guess. Oh my God, I mean, he's got it right.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, just... All
3: right, I want to. I have a feeling Dave and Kell's knows this, so I want to. I'm going to go with Neil first because I want to hear their pain if he got it right.
2: <laughs> okay, so this is one of those shows that comes up in trivia a lot that I've never seen. I was looking at. Where I wrote down the answer to the last question, and it said Griffith, and I know that the guy, the father from the Family Guy, is Peter Griffin, I think. I hope so. I wrote Griffin. I don't know why he'd be fighting a chicken, but that—that's my logic. Mm-hmm. At least, he, at least he's a cartoon father.
1: Can we just Devil? go
2: to
1: the next one? Oh, Let's go to the man. next. One. <laughs> he's hurt. Peter Griffin. Kels? No, I
0: got it. I want uh,
1: it's Peter Griffin. Yes, that's correct. Uh, I've never
0: seen it, but I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about.
2: <laughs> I can't imagine fighting a giant I've chicken it on it's multiple just, occasions.
3: <laughs> oh, it's awesome. It's, it's brutal. Yeah. They
0: just start swinging on sight. It's just amazing.
3: It, it starts over a coupon that's expired. Yep. I can't yep. make that up. It's beautiful.
2: It also seemed like a thing that uh, that Andy would do to have a Griffith and then a Griffin in the next uh, in the next question.
3: Purposefully too, because to add confusion, the reason why I did this: Melanie Griffith's father is Peter, uh, and Peter oh, has a daughter named Meg. <laughs> How confusing is all that? So, number three. This Washington Irving character has been played by Will Rogers, Bing Crosby, Jeff Goldblum, Ed Begley Jr., Johnny Depp, and William H. Macy. Locked Who in. Who is he? I'm locked in as well. I'm locked in. Mm-hmm. All right. Kells, I want you to start. I went with Ichabod Crane. Devo?
0: Ichabod, Ichabod
3: Crane. <laughs> Okay, I don't know what that was, but all right. And then. That's from
0: the, that's from the Bean Car- Crosby version. Was it? He's saying he's, it. Uh, it's not an exact name, it's, it's more of an homage.
2: Okay. And Neil? I figured it was either Rip Van Winkle or Ichabod Crane. And Rip, Rip Van Winkle doesn't seem to have any
3: bird connection, so I went with Ichabod. It is Ichabod Crane. Our last entertainment question. With George Lucas as its executive producer, this nineteen eighty six sci fi movie garnered seven golden raspberry nominations and resulted in the chairman of MCA getting fired. What is that movie?
0: Locked in. Locked in.
2: <laughs> locked in.
3: Wow. I'm also locked in.
1: <laughs> That's locked in with authority. I don't know how I was allowed to watch this. <laughs> Looking back as a grown man, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ma, Ma, we need to talk. <laughs> so much I didn't understand, and I'm so glad. I'm, I'm locked in also.
3: Oh, okay. Um, I think Davo locked in first. It was hard to tell. Go ahead, Devo. Howard the Duck. <laughs> Howard the How Duck. Howard the Duck. Kells?
1: I also went with Howard
3: the Duck. And Neil, I said Howard the Duck. Wow. Okay, made that a little too easy. And the table. Wow.
0: I'm I'm dying to hear what the scores are. <laughs> well, Davo,
2: you should be proud of yourself. You had the rare feat of quadrupling your score <laughs> with one round. You went from yes. you went from ten to forty. Booyah. Kells has 70, and Neil has 110. If I may step in for
0: uh, just a moment. I've done you, the, you've already uh, stepped couple in of things. Another Okay. <laughs> yeah, just, just shush. Now that we're at halftime, I wanted to point out a couple of things. Number one, Kells and my score added together equals Neil's. So, obviously, it's a very competitive game.
2: I noticed that, but didn't want to point it out.
0: Yeah, thanks, Oh, Dave. it needs to be pointed out. <laughs> thanks
1: for sharing secondly,
0: me. yeah, secondly, I would like to mention that we have a patreon. you can check us out there to help support this wonderful show and help Neil further dominate in his trivia trivia universe that we 've got here uh, we're on Facebook and we 're on YouTube and we 're on all the social media networks. Tweet at me at ladlebrain. Tell me how much. You know more than I do. Please, <laughs> Andy.
3: Continue. The next category is sport. Oh, man. I don't even feel as mm-hmm. good about it anymore. Neil's going to know.
0: <laughs> well, last week, he got him all, right. yeah, all right. After last week.
1: Neil got him all right. last week, I feel he a lot better no weakness about weakness in his game anymore. He's Michael Jordan
3: out here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he noticed his weakness a few weeks ago and learned all the sport. Question number one. Two of the three best scoring combinations in this sport takes their name from our featured feathered creatures.
0: Locked in? I am locked in.
3: See, the end of that question's got onomatopoeia. It just shows I'm a professional. That is that's <laughs> actually
2: alliteration, but that's okay. Oh, son of a... That's boy. why you teach. That's why you
3: teach. You silently judge, Neil. That's what you do. And I'm probably on double secret probation again.
2: I kind of want to give Kels a hint, but that would be detrimental to my
1: game. Really? Aren't you beating me by a whole nother player? <laughs> wow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> See, if it was Debo, I'd give him a hint.
1: Oh, wow. my gosh. What? I don't
2: feel as bad wow. anymore. Because <laughs> you could get it right, and I'd still be more than
3: twice what you are.
0: Oh, the, you are a cold-blooded assassin.
3: Locked in. Everybody I locked in? in. Okay. Uh, Neil, why don't you start us off? I hope that
2: you're referring to golf with the birdies and the eagles. Devo?
0: I went with golf with birdies and eagles and albatrosses and
1: all that stuff. Kells? <laughs> I lucked into golf.
3: Very good. It's golf. Well done. Birdie and eagle. That was, that was a hard one too, to what actually is an come up with the wording for. Uh,
0: albatross is – al- uh, no. there is an no. albatross. In golf, there's an albatross. There's not an albatross. There is an albatross. You can't score an albatross. What's an albatross? Uh, I believe it's – You're making stuff up. I think <laughs> it's either three or four under par. It's not common because your most holes are par fives, oh,
2: so it's. Really and albatross is a double eagle, which is a three under par on a single yeah. hole. Oh, oh, there's so
3: also a condor. So you can really, on on you can
2: only redo, you can only do it on a on a par five. You, you par have to, five. you have to yeah. do a par five with two shots. I, I guess not. technically you could do it on a par four, but then it would also be a hole in one. That's a whole in one. I do know some
0: stuff. I'm impressed. Neil, can you edit that to make it sound like I knew what
3: I was talking about?
2: Yeah, I'll I'll pick that up for you.
3: Question two. This sport was introduced to the United States in 1875, and although it's currently banned in the city of Chicago, regular tournaments are still held in Shady Hills, Florida.
1: Is this on the north side or south side of Chicago? Because I can think of one for the south side.
0: I'm locked in with something that is a real answer and not a punt.
1: I am locked in. Why not? I'm also locked in.
0: All
3: right, I locked in first.
0: Well, I was very stumped with this one because I couldn't think of a reason why this particular game that I locked in, this sport that I locked in, would be banned in Chicago. I know that really threw me for a loop. So I stuck with a sport that sticks with the theme,
3: and I went with badminton. I believe Neil came in second with his answer.
2: Uh, This is one that I actually hope is banned everywhere and there isn't really a tournament. So I went with cockfighting, which is not really a sport anyway. Oh, man, I didn't even think of that. And Kells.
1: Well, given the usual theme of the show, I, I went with Devo, which means we're probably both wrong. I went with Badminton.
3: I honestly, as I was scrambling for sports that was something different than, than the things you'd leap to, I had not thought of badminton. Uh, this, the answer to this one is pigeon racing. <laughs> what the what and <laughs> where? Yeah. And in fact, the Grand Prix of pigeon racing is held every year in Brazil. Grand Prix. The Grand Prix. That's what it's called. The p- Grand Prix of Pigeon Racing. The
0: Grand p it, It's the Grand Prix de Squad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see the jockeys.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see if we have better luck with the third question. Nicknamed the Bird, this Detroit Tigers pitcher was famous for antics like grooming the mound and talking to the ball.
1: Oh, uh, uh, I know who this is. Be nice if we can get a, a time frame on this guy.
3: Uh, that's a that's a fair one. I want to say, without looking it up, and I will look it up to make sure, but I would say the the late 70s, early 80s.
0: I I have an answer. I know who this guy is, but I cannot remember his first name. I can see what he looks like in my head.
2: Uh, but I have an answer, and I am locked in sometimes it's really nice to know that you have no chance of getting the answer so then you can just guess and then go back to your to your cell
3: phone game <laughs> <laughs> sorry we're keeping you i have to admit <laughs> all the next all the next questions all have something to do with getting neil to say six fo again <laughs> six foe yeah easy would be proud of you neil
1: well, that made my day. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love the deadpan, and that made my day. <laughs>
1: it's our own personal chronkite. I'm, I'm locked in.
3: All right, Davo.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I just was beating my high score. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wrote down. I I wrote down another. I didn't know this guy's name, but I know who of him, but I wrote down the name of another pitching head case. Mm -hmm. Yeah. His name was Turk Wendell.
3: Oh yeah. Okay.
0: You remember him? I do. He would brush his teeth between each inning. Uh, He would, he would chew black licorice. He would, you know, he was. He insisted on the number thirteen. That's he was crazy. That's sick.
2: The black licorice thing. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's that's disgusting.
0: Yeah, big like the yeah. wad of big league chew yeah. size black yeah. licorice. Oh, all
3: right, let's <laughs> right. moving on. Don't even talk about that anymore. Kells?
1: I had no idea. I went okay. with a pitching great Henry Rowengard. He pitched for I the had Cubs.
3: No idea for that. Really? When?
1: In the movie Rookie of the Year,
3: <laughs> I was like, "What the?" <laughs> won you a World
1: Series, so you're welcome.
3: I was, I was going to say some of us went to that movie just to see us win the World Series. The movie was trash, but we, we, you could kind of squint and pretend. Um, and Neil,
2: I went with another uh, picture that I think is at about the I same so time to
3: get this right. <laughs>
2: Yes. Uh, who who I know did some uh, unusual things on the mound, and his name was Doc
3: Ellis. Oh, the answer is Mark Fidrich.
0: Oh, I knew it was Fidrich. I was going to say yeah. Illich, but yeah, okay.
3: Yeah.
2: Isn't Doc Ellis the one that was on LSD when he did a no-hitter?
3: A no-hitter, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He was, yes, he was. He was good in, going. In, in baseball we call that tripping balls. At one point
2: he thought that <laughs> nah. at one point he mm-hmm. thought the the umpire was uh, Richard Nixon.
3: Yeah. Probably he was,
0: so,
2: though.
0: I call that a strike.
2: Hollaro. it to me? <laughs> Do you have an Nixon, in
1: Uh No, I don't. But if you like my body and you think I'm sexy, come on, baby. Uh, let me know. Okay, then I'm kind of
3: creeped out. That's, oh, that's, really, well oh, <laughs> that's wow. really well done. That's really well done. Question number four. Ken the Hawk Harrelson ended his broadcasting career by calling the White Sox 6-1 to loss to the Cubs on September 24th, just three days uh, since or from this recording. What piece of baseball equipment is he often credited for inventing when technically, in fact, he only reintroduced it while playing for the Red Sox? I'm locked in. I hope Neil's right, because... <laughs> I'm gonna just I'm gonna throw my mic
0: across the room. If
3: Neil oh skunks goodness. both of you on a red sox, white sox trivia question. I put it to you game over. That's the atom bomb.
0: I I'm feeling that, and but I've locked in with an
1: answer. Kells? I have no idea. I'm write something down though. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but I'm
3: locked in. All right, I want to take this I'm going to take this in reverse order just to keep the suspense going. Kells, what did you write down? Oh, it didn't make a lot of sense. And when I
1: say it, it's going to make even less sense. But I just wrote down a batting glove.
3: Daveo, what did you write down? Rosin bag. <laughs> <laughs> Why
0: am I getting a giggle?
1: Kel's even... <laughs> answer was even worse than mine.
3: Because <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Neil, what is your I know what a bag glove is. Neil, what is your answer?
2: So back a few episodes ago, I wrote questions about uh, game shows. And if you recall, one of those questions was about uh, a show called The Home Run Derby. And I don't yeah. know if I – it's something I read when I was reading about The Home Run Derby. I don't know if I threw it out as a trivia nugget or not, but – you mentioned how some of the players were um, using, I think, golf gloves to to bat. And it wasn't a common practice at the time. And so I went with batting
1: glove based on the research I did for that podcast. I feel so much better about my answer since Neil said all that.
3: The Hawk wore a white golf glove when he batted. Reintroducing the batting glove to baseball. That is a bunch of
1: horse bees.
3: <laughs> Why?
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> so people just went a long time without using batting um, gloves.
3: I, I, I double checked this. I should have, I should have it, written down my notes, but I wrote a different nougat into my notes, but, um, there's a theory that there was a batter using it as early as 1901, but baseball did prove that in the 1940s, a couple guys were using a batting glove, uh, maybe as early as the 1950s, and that completely disappeared, until the Hawk started wearing this white golf glove. Because the Hawk actually uh, was a really good golf player. Uh, when he retired from baseball, oh. he tried to play professional golf before he went into the booth. And he is credited. Really? A lot of people credit him for for inventing the golf or the uh, the batting glove. When in fact, technically, he reintroduced it, but really, he kind of brought it to the modern game. Everybody wears a batting glove today because of the hawk. So, what's our score after sport?
2: After sport, Davo has fifty, Kells has ninety, and Neil has one
3: hundred and thirty. All right, on to history. You have a degree in history, right? I do. Yeah, so you're golden. This is a history category.
0: I never do poorly at these.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Number one, this bird was hunted to extinction in North America due to it being used as food in the 19th century. The last one died at the Cincinnati Zoo on September 1,
1: 1914. Locked in. I'm locked in. All right, I just wrote down the wrong answer and I know it's wrong, but I'm just really interested to hear what the right answer is.
3: All right. Neil locked in first again. What do you got so for it, us, Neil?
2: There's a great book by one of my favorite authors called a short history of nearly everything by Bill Bryson. And he tells this story, uh, and it is the passenger pigeon. Davo.
0: I wrote down dodo because I'm a dodo.
3: And, uh, and Kells. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: it explains so much. But I also wrote down Dodo Bird. I knew it was wrong. I don't even think those were in North America, but yeah.
0: They weren't. Yeah. I just couldn't think of another
3: bird. Yeah, Neil, Neil got this one too. Mm. On to question number two. This invasive species was brought to America on March 6, 1890 by New York pharmaceutical manufacturer Eugene Schlifflin to honor William Shakespeare. What is the bird? And for a bonus point, what is the play? I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Sure, I'm locked in. All right. Devo, you start. Starlings. And, and I have no idea about the play. Okay. No clue. Neil.
2: I said Swallow. In the play, uh, how about
1: um, the Tempest? And Kells. Fly, fly, little Starling.
3: In the play, and,
1: uh, oh, oh, well, I'm pretty sure it's not a play. But going with that, I'm just gonna say Silence of the Lambs.
3: Okay. <laughs> Neil goes down. Neil goes down. It's Starling. Woohoo.
1: Silence of the Lambs not correct.
3: No, Henry the Fourth, part one. Oh.
1: I was just checking. You don't want to leave points on the book.
3: No, so it's it's weird because the quote from from the play is Nay, I'll have a starling, it shall be taught to speak nothing but Mortimer, it puts the lotion on its skin. So it's funny <laughs> that <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's really creepy. I never actually even made that connection. <laughs> okay, on to question number three. What service was a bird doing in World War I that earned it the French Croix de Guerre with palm for heroic service? For a bonus point, what was its act of valor?
2: I'm
0: locked in.
1: I'm, lo- I'm
0: locked in as well.
1: I'm locked in.
3: Okay, I think uh, Neil locked in first. What's your answer, Neil?:
2: I was trying to think what birds are good for besides food. And I was thinking about the like a carrier pigeon, so I said they're delivering messages, and so perhaps the uh, act of valor was delivering a message after getting shot.
3: Devo.
0: I also said message delivery, but I couldn't pinpoint an exact act, so I did not answer the bonus.
3: And Kells. Yeah, I just will we me carry your messages. It was indeed uh, delivering messages. It was a homing pigeon delivering messages. On October of 1918, a blue check hen named Cher Ami delivered 12 important messages during the Battle of Verdun. Its final message uh, its final message she delivered a message despite being shot. Uh, the crucial message was found in a capsule hanging from a ligament of her shattered leg. It oh. saved 194 oh U.S. soldiers of the 77th Infantry Division in the famous Lost Battalion of World War I. Oh. So Neil actually got a chunk of the bonus point. He said, delivered a message despite it being shot. Uh, yeah, you get full credit for that, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, yeah. well done. Yep. Two bonus points for Neil. And to our last question of history, at least six of these are kept at the Tower of London at all times to ensure the safety of the kingdom. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Locked in. All right. Neil? I just saw a story in
2: the news about these a few days ago. Um, I think they keep Ravens there. Uh, Devo.
3: I said Falcon. Kells. Oh, with eagle. It's Ravens. Wow. Neil gets the point. Of course it is. <clears throat> I'm really sorry, guys. I don't... What are the scores?
2: Going into the last category, we've got Devo with 80... Kells with 120, and Neo with 162.
3: All right. They'll never see you coming, Davo. I
0: mean, I'm still lurking in the weeds. Right, right. (laughs) Lurking.
3: Birding is our last category. Birding? Birding. Interesting things about people who look at birds. (laughs) Okay. I don't know.
2: <laughs> thought, okay, I'm sorry.
3: By the time I got to, the, by the time I got to the burning category, I was kind of wishing I hadn't picked.
2: Uh, birds. Okay,
3: I felt the same way about.
0: Fish. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I just like the way you said that. Interesting things about people who look at birds. <laughs> it sounds like it should have been a Parks and Rec. <laughs> If there's, anything,
2: if there's anything more interesting than actually looking at birds, it's looking at people who look at birds. Like, and I want birds.
3: to clarify, this is really more about birds than the people looking at birds. These are facts that birders would probably know. Uh, <laughs> like the bird, potentially? In the category of birding, this, this is our first question. How did the Mockingbird get its name? Locked okay. in. Neo locked in first. Again?
2: Yeah, I think that's, they're called mockingbirds because they mock other birds' songs or they, they sing like other birds.
3: Devo? Uh, I
0: wrote down that they are called mockingbirds because they have been known to hassle people. Like, if you're <laughs> walking by their, by their net. Well, hold on. Hold on. I'm going to expand my answer here. You know, you walk by their nests or you walk near them, they will swoop by and call at you. In something of a mocking fashion, as a way to ward you off. Hmm.
3: Kells?
1: I put that their calls were similar to other um, birds.
3: Yeah, actually, uh, they get their name from mimicking the sounds of other birds. All right, then. So that's points for me and Kells? Correct. You and Kells both got that. Wait, wait
0: you mean I got it wrong? <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. it's this show. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Just a rough patch, man. You'll be all right. Question number two. What is the top speed of the Greater Roadrunner? I will. You know, I'll say five. I'm gonna say top within gonna, within five. Plus or minus five miles. Plus or minus hour. five. Davo miles an hour, kilometers, an hour. miles per hour, and maybe we can all agree, Devo plus or minus fifty. <laughs> well, let's go. I take
1: that. I have no idea, but uh I locked in. I said I'm locked in. All
3: right, let's let's mix it up and pretend that Kells locked in first. Um Kels, what's your answer? I I actually did. Oh did you? Okay. Because <laughs> we're not pretending. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: just said fifty one miles per 51 hour. Fifty
3: one for Kells. Devo? I said twenty five. Twenty five for Devo and uh Neil? Forty five. Just a wild guess. Nobody got this right. Davo got the closest. It's actually only fifteen miles an hour.
2: Yeah, I knew
0: they weren't. Been lied to.
3: Been lied to. You've been (laughs) been really lied to. Question three: This bird shares its name with a clock.
0: Locked
2: in. Locked in. Locked in. Neil. I'm hoping that it lends its name to the clock. I went with Cuckoo.
0: Devo? Uh, I went with a Timex bird. No. <laughs> I went with a Cuckoo.
3: And Kels?
1: I also went with the filling that you get when you get Cocoa Puffs.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the European Common Cuckoo. Yeah, well done. <laughs> our final question for birding before we go to our, our last big category We have to make your bets. Lots writing on this. Question four. This bird has the largest brain relative to its body size. I'm locked in.
0: These relative to their body size questions are always a little tricky for mm-hmm. me. So, but I've locked in with an answer, but I feel like it's got a, the scent of trickster on it. I'm locked
3: in. <laughs> oh, I think you locked in first. I did.
0: I said the
1: crow.
3: Kells, the crows are pretty smart. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I just went with the hummingbird. <laughs> oh, interesting choice. Because hummingbirds are pretty small. And Kells or Neil? All right, and Neil. Sorry. And with, <laughs> sorry.
2: Yeah. If Kells gets two answers, I get two, two answers. <laughs> uh, I ended up picking a parrot. I can be more specific if I have to be.
3: Ladies and gentlemen. Devo is right. The answer is crows. Ah! The answer is crows. The answer is crows.
1: Hey!
3: <laughs> Up is down, left is east.
0: <laughs> well played, I got, a, sir. I got a, trivia, a trivia nougat about birds. Okay. Oh. And I, I this is probably fairly well known, but uh, an ostrich's eye is bigger than
3: its brain. I did not know I'd that. I'd heard that before. So we're getting ready for our final category. After the end of regular questioning, it's time to place your bets. What are the scores, David? By getting that last one right, you have a chance. Because otherwise,
2: you're saying otherwise <laughs> I would have more than doubled your score. Uh, mm-hmm. But you ended up with a hundred. Kells has one hundred and forty, and I have one hundred and eighty-two.
3: All right. Place your bets. The final category is sports teams. Uh
1: Bet is placed. I'm locked in with a bet.
2: I'm locked in.
3: Okay. I feel good about this. If you count Major League Sports franchises as being the NHL, the MLB, the NFL, and the NBA... There are 13 professional sports teams in the United States and Canada that use a bird as their team name. Pick seven of them to win. I want to be clear. You have to indicate um, the city and the league.
2: Okay, I've got seven that I'm pretty confident on. I'm locked in.
1: I've got my answers. I'm just going to lock in with my seven, because I can't think of any others. Uh, I mean, I got, I got nine,
3: <laughs> so
1: I, 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 can, I can lock in with this.
3: All right, so everybody's locked in. Locked in, man. So the, we'll take these in alphabetical order, starting with the, uh, the team name. The first one, Blackhawks, playing for the NHL in Chicago.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought that was, a, uh, that was a Native American tribe.
3: It is that, too, but it's also, per the Audubon Society, a uh, a type of bird. No way. Yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, well,
0: you learned the something. No, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da.
3: No, that, that's Intel. Second one is the Blue Jays playing in the MLB for Toronto. Got that one. I got it. Got it. Got that one. The Cardinals playing for the MLB in St. Louis. Got it. Didn't go got it. it. The Cardinals playing for the NFL in Arizona.
2: I got that one.
3: Got it. Got it. The Ducks playing for the NHL in Anaheim. Got it. Got the Ducks. Didn't get it. The Eagles playing for the NFL in Philadelphia. Got it. Got it. The Falcons playing for the NFL in Atlanta. Got it. Got it. The Hawks playing for the NBA in Atlanta. Got it. Didn't get it. Got it. The Orioles playing for the MLB in Baltimore.
0: Got it. Did not get it.
3: The Penguins playing for the NHL in Pittsburgh. Nope. Got it. Did not get it. The Pelicans playing for the NBA in New Orleans. Nope. Got it.
0: Did not write that one down
3: the ravens playing for the NFL in baltimore got that didn't get it and the seahawks playing for the NFL in seattle it's got that one too got it and to clarify cuz i i did some i found this as a mistake on a couple a couple places i looked the red wings of the NHL and the raptors of uh the nba are not birds they're not related to birds so if you have those two on your list they're wrong well red wings are shoes correct and (laughs) raptors are dinosaurs right (laughs) i saw those referenced on as i was looking trying to come up with this answer
2: well the group of there is a group of birds the the birds of prey that are called raptors but Obviously, since yeah. they have a dinosaur mascot, that's the one they were aiming for.
3: Right, they have a dinosaur mascot. <laughs> yeah. So, it comes down to what you bet. Seems like all of you got seven. I got seven.
1: I got nine. I got ten.
3: Well done, all. What did you bet? We'll start with Davo.
0: I bet the house. I bet a
3: hundred. And okay, that brings you up to two hundred. Kells? I bet one forty. Gets you up to two
2: hundred and eighty,
3: and then Neil
2: high bet one hundred, which gets me to two hundred and eighty-two.
1: Oh! Oh!
2: <laughs> oh! Wow. Thanks to that bird getting That's
3: shot. That's bonus point. <laughs> it was the bonus point. That
0: stupid chicken getting born? shot in World War I. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think it was a pigeon. Damn bird.
0: It said it was a hen. Was it a hen?
1: No, it wasn't a hen.
0: <laughs> it said it was no. a hen. It's it said it blue was. hen.
3: It's, it, it, uh, no, it's a homing pigeon. Uh, By the type of homing pigeon. Yeah. I, it's in it's the a type of pigeon. homing pigeon. Yeah. So it was a homing pigeon. Correct.
0: I I can't even get an answer <laughs> that I know that I heard right. Today. Man,
1: no more no more's day in the time references, man. No? Uh, <laughs> America. America. Have you
0: heard? <laughs> well, thank you very much, Andy, for those very challenging and wonderful questions for Kells and Neil. I I personally thought they were terrible. Sorry about that. That's all right. Everybody can have an off day. And today was my off day. <laughs> Neil, by two points, by a
3: stupid pigeon getting shot in World War One. Uh, uh, a war hero pigeon. A war hero pigeon. 192 American lives in the Lost Battalion. My, uh, my apologies. Hey, Bill, I, don't yeah.
2: want, I don't want you to be too hard on yourself because your score, by any measure, is a is a pretty respectable score. Well, I appreciate it. 200 that. points is nothing to sneeze at.
0: Well, it is a, it's significantly less than 282. So I have a lot of work to do to tie up the trivia tilt, but I will endeavor to tie this up. So, Neil, you have two wins. Kells has a, has a win, and I am trailing behind with no wins. <sighs> Neil oh, has the, forward. Yeah, Neil has the inside track to be the best ladler of the ladlers.
2: Is it uh, <laughs> just not that I'm keeping score, but. Haven't you been last in all three episodes of The Tilt so far? I have been last in all three episodes. So even if we were doing a point system, you would be pretty far behind. In big trouble. Big, big trouble. (laughs) So I'm
0: essentially eliminated. So next week's going to be fun. I'll be rooting for you. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. Well, Andy, it was wonderful having you. Thank you so much for this.
3: I always have a lot of fun with you guys. Thanks for having me. And you are
0: welcome back anytime, either as a player or a questioner.
3: Just say the word. I am here like a homing pigeon. Well, the word is bird, <laughs> as we all know.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so
0: we are on Twitter at ladlebrain. We are on YouTube. You can catch us there. We are on Facebook. You got our page coming up. Come check us out at our page at Brain Ladle Productions. We have our various and sundry email addresses. of have neil at brainladle.com. Kells at com, Davo at brainladle.com. We also have a website. What's the website, Neil? Brainladletrivia.com. So we're everywhere. You don't have to just find us on the YouTubes or one platform. We're on Spotify. We're on all your aggregators. Come listen to us. We also have a Patreon if you have a few dollars a month you'd like to throw our way to help improve the show or, you know, help Neil buy more cocaine, whatever,
2: you know, wow. that.
0: <laughs> take two. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> kind of, bitter. uh, we also, yeah, that no, got dark, <laughs>
3: it got dark. It got dark quickly.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, so from everybody here at the brain ladle trivia podcast, this is Davo with Andy.
3: Good night, little brainers
0: <laughs> Kells?
1: How you doing, Chewbacca?
0: And Neil. And that's
2: the way it is. <laughs> Signing off. Yeah, that's a good idea. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody called me Walter Cronkite earlier, so I thought I would just go with a Cronkite. That's fantastic. <laughs>
1: The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions. All rights reserved. It's just a game, baby.